In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. With that phrase, and with the signing of the cross upon ourselves, we begin every prayer. And we end every prayer that way as well. That was the phrase that was uttered over us when we were baptized. It's what we hear when we receive absolution in the sacrament of penance. And we profess our faith in the triune God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, at every Sunday and at every holy day when we recite the creed together. We, with, we all, without exception, believe in one God and three divine persons. And yet we have to admit that although we have no trouble believing in the Holy Spirit, we might have a bit of trouble relating to him. It's easy to relate to the idea of God as Father and to Jesus as Son as our Savior, our brother, and our Lord. These are human relationships of Father and of Son. Jesus even had a mother. But the Holy Spirit? It seems sometimes that even Jesus, when referring to the Holy Spirit, speaks in terms that are difficult to grasp. The wind blows where it wills, the Lord says. You can hear the sound it makes, but you do not know where it comes from or where it goes. So it is with everyone who was born of the Spirit. But as tough as Jesus' words might, may be, we, they might be just what we need to understand the Holy Spirit. For we do not see the Holy Spirit, but we see his effects in our lives, in the world, and in the church. We read in the scripture how at the very dawn of creation, in the beginning, the spirit of God hovered over the abyss and how the Holy Spirit brought order out of all that chaos. And so the Holy Spirit, a more powerful wind than any tornado and hurricane, is not like a destructive wind, but it is one that brings order and harmony and goodness. And God saw that it was good. The scriptures tell us of creation. And we see as well in those early readings how human rebellion and pride and sin led not only to family disharmony, goodness gracious, Cain killed his brother Abel, but a breaking up of the unity of all mankind at the Tower of Babel when the languages of humanity were confused. This was a disunity never to be reversed until the Holy Spirit as we read today in the Acts of the Apostles, was given on that first Pentecost Sunday, and people from every nation under heaven, gathering in a loud crowd, heard the apostles and wondered how they could hear them speaking in their own language. Just as only the Holy Spirit could bring order out of the chaos of early creation, so only that same Spirit could bring a unity of faith to peoples of every nation and language. And so we read as well today in the Acts of the Apostles, suddenly there came from the sky a noise like a strong driving wind, and it filled the entire house in which they were. Then there appeared to them tongues of fire, which parted and came to rest on each one of them. And we realize, we realize that that dry, just as that driving wind brought not destruction, but peace and reconciliation. So we realize that the fire that came down that day did not bring destruction, but wisdom, knowledge, and peace, and courage. 
What do we see in that scene? 120 followers of Jesus Christ, persevering in prayer as though they shared one mind, yet still fearful, still unsure, still not knowing what they were to do next, but believing, believing and trusting and obeying the risen Christ, whose parting words to them when he ascended into heaven were to wait in Jerusalem, promising you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you and you will be my witnesses. So what happened next? They got fired up. They got fired up. Not as a mere emotion, because emotions come and go. They pass away. They don't last. But they were filled with the fortitude, the courageous, mighty strength that comes from the Holy Spirit. And just consider Peter. Peter, who on Holy Thursday night, when the Lord Jesus was being tried, three times cursed and swore that he had never even heard of Jesus when he was questioned by a serving girl. And now, the same Peter got up in front of that crowd in Jerusalem, that festival crowd in that densely crowded city, and boldly, boldly exclaimed and proclaimed the truth of Christ, crucified and risen. And 3,000 souls were saved that day as they came to faith in the, in the only one who could save them from their sins. And Peter went on throughout the rest of his life to fearlessly confront all the powers that could destroy him, as did all the other apostles, even traveling to Rome, to Rome where he was to be crucified, asking only that he be crucified upside down, as he counted himself not worthy to die in the same way that Christ had. Christ, who we now served with an unwavering heart, and unwavering courage. Well, don't you want to get fired up by the Holy Spirit in this world of trouble and uncertainty, in this world filled with doubt and despair, in this world of sin and addiction? Don't you want to get fired up? Fired up with courage, with conviction, with fortitude, with wisdom, and most importantly of all, with faith, hope, and love. This is not about emotion about mere feelings, about an artificially produced enthusiasm like psyching ourselves up at a football game or at the World Series. No, the fire of the Holy Spirit is not something we do to ourselves or for ourselves, but something that God does in us if we are open to it. It's something that transforms us, that fills us, that makes us one with all other believers in Jesus Christ. And ultimately, as we see in the lives of the apostles, the fire of the Holy Spirit transforms the world. Do you remember that old and familiar prayer? That prayer to the Holy Spirit? Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful, enkindle in them the fire of your love. Lord, send out your spirit, and they are created, and you shall renew the face of the earth. Can we pray that prayer together here? Let's do it and let's pray it together with ardent faith, with burning love and unconquered hope. Pray with me now and pray from the depths of your heart. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. Fill the hearts of your faithful. Fill the hearts of your faithful. Enkindle in them the fire of your love. Enkindle. 
Lord, send out your spirit and they are created. Lord, send out your spirit and they are created. And you shall renew the face of the earth. And you shall renew the face of the earth. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.